How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online, and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hola, mi gente. It's Ish, and I know you've been hearing me rave about UFIT on this show since the very start. And as I've mentioned, fitness shouldn't have to cost uno de la cara. Bueno, that's not a problem at UFIT. Monthly memberships start at just $10. That's right. You can have access to state-of-the-art fitness equipment and group classes offered at many locations. There's even affordable personal trainers who put together a personalized plan that might even let you still enjoy the occasional croquetica. Maybe. <laughs> affordable and member-focused. ¿Qué más tú quieres? Find your fit at ufit.com to find a club nearest you. After all, only you can be your own fitness hero. Hey people, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is season four of Better Let Me Tell You. When you have to communicate a length of time and two hours, you have to find shorthand. One more day, a day more, 5,068 <laughs> minutes and 10,000 hours, whatever. I don't even know how to begin to calculate that time know. frame. I don't even know what it is either. You and I are totally frito this week. Yeah. <laughs> like frito lay. Or we might be double fried like our wings. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Are we recording? We are recording. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, Happy Friday. Welcome to episode... 174. 174. I feel we've been in the 170s for quite some time. Right? I, yeah. Every year, every month, every week, it's like, <laughs> every year, every month, any day, every decade, every millennia, we're like 170. What? Yes. And, you know, I'm, I'm of course, I'm going to promote the wings. I've been going to the Thalia School of, you know, cross-promotional efforts. Yes. So thank you, everybody <laughs> that came out to be culture, to have our wings. Yes. Um, um, we have uh, a lot of exciting things um, in yeah. store with the wings yeah. and that whole that whole world, that whole yes. thing over there that with whole the wings. Side hustle. Of ours. Um, so everybody, thank you. Yeah. So we happy also... Friday, everybody. How, how, how's everybody doing this week? <sighs> I think everybody's doing. I you know we've officially kicked off Hispanic Heritage Month. Yes. Let's talk about that little gem. Okay. Why? Why? My God. Well, no. There's Listeners, a reason. His face just shifted. Like he's about to tell me to go kill someone or so, something. So. Yes, happy Hispanic <laughs> Heritage Month. I love how our month is from September the 15th through October the 15th. You know why, right? My birthday. Yes, because originally they gave us half a month. No. No, yes. <laughs> well, okay, Originally maybe. it was like 10 days. But it's but the reason that it's half and half is it's meant to kind of bridge because um, 
it starts on the day that a lot of countries in Central and South America have like their independence days. Mm-hmm. Is around the 15th. Is this just a random occurrence that most Latin American countries have? Apparently. It's just a thing. You know, we're all very similar. Mm. You know, and also we're all always late. High September. That is when real Mexican restaurants have el, el, el chile nogado. Um, yes, el chile nogado, which is like, it's what Mexicans actually have. Um, on on real Mexican independence, not, not Cinco de Mayo, not Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> um, not not a, a holiday. Chiles Nogado, and it's so delicious. But they they Chiles Nogados, they only have it in like like high higher end, really authentic Mexican restaurants because it's a legit Mexican meal, and it's this it's amazing. It's this delicious. It's like a, it's like a, chile it's like a, it's like a chile relleno, chile thing. relleno, okay. and then it has an almond cream sauce. And pomegranates, pomegranate Ooh. seeds over it. So it's just so delicious. It sounds because, decadent. Well, it is with the sauce, but then the pomegranate seeds are like very fresh. But even pomegranate is a little decadent because it's not an everyday fruit. Right. No, but the, the taste. Right. Um, so it's it's great. Whoever hasn't had that needs to go have it. Um, so, okay. So you're saying yes. it's because. And then it also, then it got extended into um, October. That kind of kept going. And then, you know, Columbus Day, which I know we're not fans of Columbus Day anymore, but, you know, once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of bridging the gap of those two. Of indif- Well, isn't that an irony? Yeah. <laughs> let's let's bridge the gap between. Apparently, irony was not high on their list. Between, <laughs> you know, um, independence, independence to colonization. Colonization, yes. yeah. As one does. Yes. Right, but if anybody can do irony, it's us Hispanics. Yes. Um, well, no. When you said, uh, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month, I kind of like double take because here locally in oh, Broward yes. County, yes, yes, um, yes. Uh, was it Twitter or was it Instagram? <sighs> I don't think it was Insta. I think it was I think on it was Twitter. Twitter. I think so it was Twitter. The official Twitter handle for the um, for Broward County. Broward County. Broward County. It, it said Happy Heritage Month, and they put. A dancing taco with maracas. Yes. And you want to talk about tone deaf. When I first saw that, I go, okay, like this is totally a joke. <laughs> it's right? gotta be, it's gotta like, be a this joke. This is totally like a, you know, um, an account, um, a uh, 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 parody account. Like, like right, 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 like, right, totally, right. right. Like the plantain. Oh, no, no, no. It was a real thing. Yeah. And these are the things that happen. And I'm kind of like, okay. And it's the county right above us. Yes. And I'm <laughs> thinking, like, okay, okay, okay. Is there an intern in charge of this? Is there... Like, how did that... The only thing I can think of, and I'm going to be generous, is that because it was a little cartoon, it was something festive and celebratory. Oh, the taco's super cute. It's let's, super let's cute. Not, I mean, let's it, not was, hate on the yeah, taco. it wasn't like... I mean, it's dancing with maracas. Yeah, it, it wasn't like... And it has sour cream on it. It wasn't like a derogatory image either, right? right. I mean, it's, it, it's a cute thing. Maybe the person who genuinely did it thought like... Oh, this is a fun little festive thing. I guarantee you that was an intern. You think so? I Okay, part of me says yes, just because an intern, that seems like an intern thing to do. But the other part of me says maybe not, because interns are supposed to be really woke. Because they're yeah. younger, right? So it's like, mm. but I, I would, that seems interning but to me. But I think that, then again, it's Broward. So we've they talked don't know. about this a million <laughs> times, is that even if you're woke, um, People that are not Latin or Hispanic or Latinx, right. whatever you want to call it, um, always get us wrong. They always right. they get miss us the mark, wrong. Yeah. And they resort to stereotypes and tropes that we all wear sombreros and maracas and eat tacos. Right. They, right. they resort to a stereotype of one group right. and apply it across the board. Across the board. Right. As I always tell people, you know, there's 24 countries under the United <laughs> States, right? Yeah. That, with the exception of Brazil, they all like speak Spanish and... You know, and even of, and even uh, that's a, a Latin based, co- you know. Yes, so, language, so it's like really, there's 24 countries under the United States. Yes, and that's not even taking consideration the Caribbean people. That's true. Um, when I saw, yeah, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's tone deaf, it's offensive. You know, and and you know that we're not the type to be like totally offended. <laughs> yeah, uh, at things we don't get easily offended, and it's not that I was offended to the. I point wasn't that offended, I'm like, but I was like, coño. I'm so offended. I'm walking in right. shame today. Oh my god, I'm so I'm shaking. I'm shaking. Oh, oh right? my god, that's yes. the, oh. I'm shaking. I'm, of how I'm, mad I? Uh, I just I found it made it me kind of go like really. I found it like <laughs> frustrating and sort of funny at the same time that they still don't get it. Right, especially 
for Broward and Dade that the majority, the large, large, large majority of the Hispanic or Latin population here is not Mexican. It's right. It's Cuban. It's Puerto Rican. Venezuelan. It's Venezuelan. It's Peruvian. It's right. Colombian. It's Nicaraguan. Honduran. Um, yeah, it's, so it's on and so not forth. Mexico. It's not Mexican, right? Right, and it's nothing against Mexico but or Mexic- just, Mexicans. Just but demographically, that, but the demographics of the Latin community here is not that, you know. Right. And it, and you know, people always say, "Oh, Cubans," but it's not even that. There's a lot of Venezuelans here. There's a lot of Colombians. Puerto Ricans. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans. You know, a, a, a lot of that. And and I'm just so surprised that that's what happened. Now all this talk about Hispanic Heritage Month, and I really and us not being tacos. And I really want tacos. <laughs> like, I don't think... I mean, we just had some delicious cookies, so I don't think we should have tacos. It's raining tacos. Have you heard that song? No. It's like one of those kids' songs. It's oh, no. raining tacos. Na, na, na. Tacos. No? Okay. But is it so lethargic? What? If oh. it was raining tacos, I'd be a little happier than that song suggests. <laughs> well, that is true. You're like, it's raining tacos. Like, oh... Is this somebody who does not enjoy tacos? No. <laughs> so anyway, um, so something I wanted to bring up because it happened this week is the Met Gala. Oh, yes. I was going to bring up the VMAs, but let's go with the Met oh, Gala. Oh, we'll talk about the VMAs too. Okay. Um, the Met Gala. Are you into the Met Gala? Uh, yes and no. Like I enjoy, like, you know, I'll, I'll do a cursory, like quick look at who's wearing what and whatever. Um, but I don't like pour over everything. I will say... We need to open up an investigation because after seeing Iman at the Met Gala, I'm pretty sure David Bowie's actual cause of death is that she fed on his life force. Because she looks great. To not age a day. I don't know if that's homicide. She's in her 60s. Late 50s, 60s. She, I mean, she's... Well, but she's... And she is stunning. she, She is... I mean, um, she's a she's a very beautiful woman because she's one of these people that she she's very um, like regal, yes, like very very statuesque, very yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I oh man, Stephanie's not gonna be happy with this. You're not a fan of the Met Gala. It's not that I'm not a fan. It's not that I'm not a fan because it's a fundraiser, right? At the end of the day, yeah. I just think I don't know. It's such pomp and circumstance, and sometimes I think it's a little tone deaf. Well, um, it's frivolous, but I think we could all use a little frivolity once is, in a while. It is, but I just, I don't know. Um, I guess you're right. I just, I'm I'm not... I think as long I'm, as you I'm view not, it through the right lens. I'm not um, impressed by it. How, how about that? I'm not so much... I, because I think that now... It's so like to shock and because you know it's gonna you know, whoever has like the most out there outfit okay. it's going to okay. be, you know, talked about. Right. You know Madonna's and, never gonna and, follow the theme. And you're gonna oh and you know, you're <laughs> gonna become a meme, you know. Like Miss Kardashian. And, you know, dude. like the the Kim Kardashian outfit. I mean, I just think it's ridiculous. I you know what? Actually, no. I know what I I wanna say. I think that <laughs> my bigger issue with it. It's in terms of fashion, which is the same thing that I say with art, because I, I feel that a lot of these Met Gala costumes have become performance art. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Right? Especially depending on the theme. Right? Because I I, I, I'm, I consider myself a pretty open-minded person, and I wouldn't say that I'm an expert in art that I could go to like Metropolitan or to like the Louvre and know about everything, but I think I have enough of an artistic eye to appreciate Correct. art, even if I, it's not my shtick. You know, right. I'm not a fan of Andy Warhol, but I get it. I get his whole thing. What that, he was you doing, know, right. You could, you could, anything could be art and right. it, it, pop art and whatever. I get it. Um, even if I'm not a fan of it, it's just that, I feel that there's just some things that, like, people, I don't know if it's critics, I don't know if it's certain people that have influence, say, this is art, and we're going to appreciate this. And there's not really much to appreciate, because there's nobody who's going to convince me that Kim Kardashian's outfit, like, seriously speaking, I mean, I know it's really funny, and it became a meme, that Kim Kardashian, you know... Dressed in black and covered, nobody is going to convince me that that's avant garde and that's haute couture and you know that's fair high enough, fashion. Fair no. enough, but do you think that maybe because it is Kim Kardashian and she is wearing something that is so covering all of her up? Let me finish. 
as opposed to the degree of exposure that we've seen of that entire family. Is that what that was supposed to mean? I don't know. I'm making it up as I go along. I don't. But do you think that that could be viewed as an art piece, as no. as, a, as an art statement that no, she is? That she's, she's covered up in, up? Bla- in black nylon or whatever the hell it was, lycra. The, the, no, that's it's not. So you don't think the fact that it's Kim Kardashian covered up as I don't opposed care. to exposed? I don't care who would have done that. But that's the point. You're missing the point. I understand what you're saying. Okay. I understand. First of all, I've not read that that's what it is. Oh, so me neither. I don't know if you just pulled that out of your ass. I really did. Right. Yeah. Right? I don't think it was that deep. <laughs> and let's talk about ASAP Rocky. Who wore oh, a comforter. I, I, oh, he's the one that, he's that wore the comforter? And okay. How... Again, again, and and I think that if you are like a designer, right. you know, like we've watched Project Runway, we've seen what it takes to design to get these pieces. Yeah. Well, you know, I think Project Runway gives you a, a, a well, that's what it is, a, decent a view, view of of from sketching to concept to all that, what that means, and you know. That he was wearing a comforter, and then people are like, "Oh my god, let's advance that." I that I don't subscribe to, and and again, I I am I'm a very open minded person. At least No Nas X had layers. What the? Because he came in wearing the Walter McDonald cape. Right. Then he took it off, and it was one outfit, and there was right. another outfit underneath right. that. That's why I'm telling you, it's become like performance art, in a way. Right. Um. So I don't know. I I just I'm. I can't say I don't look at the footage because we all do. I do. I mean, all, I mean, it's there. Like, no matter what, whether it's social media or news, it's like boom, boom, boom. Met Gala, even if it's a meme, uh, or it becomes a meme. So it's kind of hard not to see. But I don't know. I just I have mixed. Look, I could understand. Okay, let let me let me take this back. <laughs> I could understand, and and I uh, appreciated it more, or appreciate it when it's still moments of. You know, a lot of these designers design things that are conceptual and not ready to wear. Right. Which is the stuff right, you see right, in runways. Right. So, like, for example, the couture remember, and remember stuff. a few years ago when Rihanna wore that enormous yellow yes. outfit that I think it was a China through a looking glass mm-hmm. theme? Okay, that I appreciated because think about the artistry and, and craftsmanship yeah. that it took to build such an enormous. You Train, know, yeah. you know, article of clothing, such an enormous garment, right. and there is that there is complete artistic merit to it, right. right? So I enjoy it more, or I like it more when it's people Iman's piece, right? Something like yeah. that people wearing um, these very, very conceptualized, artistic like pieces that take a lot of craftsmanship. Right. That you, you know, the designer can really go out on a limb and design something right. that it you know again it's not ready to wear it's after okay. a, after a day of designing you know pants and shirts yes right. that people are going to be like oh wow look at your artistic vision of right. that right that's the reason they got into right. it right but again que nadie me diga a mí que wearing una sobrecama is art is, is is that people are supposed to be like oh my god wow what a design what that is that is amazing no no it's not i agree I agree. it's not that's like you know nobody's ever going to convince me that the piece of art that's just black that that's oh my god that's je ne sais quoi oh like, like a like a black square yes okay yes yeah. that, oh my god you could tell what the artist was sensing and like no it's a black piece of canvas. It's a piece of canvas painted in black or whatever color. Yeah. The art behind that type of a piece is how much crap the artist can get people to think they believe. Mm-hmm. No, because look, <laughs> there's pieces that a lot of times people don't get that I, even if I don't get it, like for example, I get the the like the attention behind like American Gothic. Right. I get it. It's a piece of its time, mm-hmm. you know. I I really like. Um, Did you know that they're not married? American Gothic. That's a father and daughter. Oh, makes it even more scandalous, See? right? Um, I love that artist uh, that you like, Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein, yes, Lichtenstein. yes, yes. I love it, and I'm, we still don't know who Brad is. Mm-hmm. No, we never will. I, I mean, look. If you look at my bookshelf here, I have a lot of um, books. Uh, and collections of different artists. I love Dali. And Dali is, you know, very conceptual. Very like, surreal. Very, very yeah. surreal. I love it. You know, that you look at it and in the imagery, it makes you think. So that's why, like, when I say this, I'm not coming from somebody who, from a point of view that uh, somebody who's ignorant on what art is right, right. and what an artist is trying to express. But I just think that these, Met, some of these Met Gala pieces are just, I mean, ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. And, and, 
I think that as they become more and more of a like performance art, I think the artistic the artistic vision of like the garment of the designer, it's kind of because like little Nas X, I actually thought what he was wearing was cool. I liked it too. I thought it was cool, and right? the fact that it was three, you know. Right. And, looks, but we're it was talking cool. more about like oh, because he took out the outfit and took out another one, and then he had the like reveal, this, right? Then what? Well, he the wore actual piece, right, right. which they know? were cool. I like the, so, the the gold one. He looked like like a like a rapper C three PO. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> Madonna didn't go, but we, we always laugh at Madonna because Madonna Madonna creates her own theme. What was the theme this year? Uh, American. Uh, um, no American designer American something Madonna would have worn what she wore when she did Vogue right right. or she would have got dressed as a geisha right she would have just brought back her geisha right no because that's appropriation so she would have done the Vogue outfit she would have like um you know because America and the French Revolution and so why not (laughs) right sure Madonna why not because the American Revolution inspired the French Revolution and that led to the beheading of Marie Antoinette and let's face it so that's why I'm resurfacing my uh, French vintage vintage <laughs> dress from like the you know French Marie right. Antoinette era. That, right. That's why, right? Because it's American, right? <laughs> and people, and, oh, because I wore it on the VMAs. And what's more American than MTV? I love how some years ago it was. Um, I always get this name, Garçon um, Gautier. No, no, Comme des Garçons. Yes, yes. That it was the that was the theme, and she went dressed in like military gear. <laughs> And the year that she wore the bunny, it wasn't yeah. a bunny ears, but that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, actually, something else that I wanted to mention, I would love the- for them to do one year like the theme is Madonna and have her show up as Whitney Houston. Like, just you know, like she'd be like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dressing. Up I'm as not me. dressing as myself. No, <laughs> I'll, no, I'll dress up myself. <laughs> that is so something she would do. <laughs> and we'll talk more about Madonna in a minute. Um, okay. What do you think about? All the like TikTok stars and you know social media stars. The fact that you use the word star, Addison Ray, Addison Ray. I didn't know who she was. Um, uh, no, I don't going know. to this. So what? What is your take on like TikTok people like going so, to these events? So I could be you know crotchety old man on the lawn. You know you're never you're not getting your ball back. Um, and be like, Arr. but you know, thinking back, okay, I think there was probably you know there was probably a time where. Excuse me. You know, radio stars showing up at an event that was previously just for like, you know, silent film stars was like, oh, what are they doing here? And, you know, then when TV came along and when, so I'm, I'm sure there's always been a moment where it's like whatever the new media was that these quote unquote, you know, celebrities or, or faces, actors, whatever, you know, were looked down upon as like, well, why did they invite that person? They're only on radio or TV or, you know what I mean? So I'm sure there was a, a, a period of that as well. Um, with that said, I mean, I, I guess it's inevitable that they get invited to these things, but I don't get it. Um, to me, it seems almost like a, it's a sign of the times, but it also seems a little bit of a, of a, of a cash grab without actually getting a cash grabbed to bring those younger eyeballs and keep those younger viewers engaged. Well, Okay. I, and that's my cynical marketing okay. hat. I, I, I understand that. And I got that 100% when I saw that there were TikTok people there. But my question is, do you think they are stars? No. I don't. Why don't you think they're stars? They're creating their own content and they have millions and millions and millions of followers. Okay. So what makes a star? Mm-hmm. Let's bring it down another level. Everybody and I know, is and, a star. And I know it's not at the same level, but are we stars? We create our own content. We have followers. Right, but we don't have millions of followers. But I'm saying, but let's bring, but, but, okay, let's say tomorrow we have millions of followers. Are we stars? Really? No. Would, no, right? That's what but I'm saying, we like, could be, we could be um, invited listen, to the grand opening of Apollo Norte Pizzeria, Pizzeria in uh, Hialeah. And we would go. And we will go. If you invite us now, we'll go. We'll um, go. Like, invite us. Um, so that could be our version of the Met Gala. That's our version of the Met Gala. I'm going to wear Madonna's bunny ears when we yes. go. <laughs> um, to me, and I, I think maybe it comes down to the definition. i wear a trash bag and pretend to be Beth Ditto. Uh-huh. Okay, can we? Okay, can we do this? Can yeah. we take a video of us showing up to a Polo Norte pizzeria <laughs> with una sobrecama and a trash bag? Yeah. Um, that would be great. I think... 
as I, again, the definition of star changes over the years and all that. But to me, a star is someone like a star, a star, pure star definition. Number one, you have to have an it factor, right? And I think that there has to be a certain level of recognition across age range, across genres. Like that's why I, I you know, I'll point to Beyonce, right? My parents know who Beyonce is. Your son knows who Beyonce is. Right, but you could make it, right. That's what I've always said about like, for example, what what is a star? Like when Madonna and Michael Jackson were at their peak in the eighties and nineties, right. everybody, whether you were a little kid, I don't or like them. Bob Dylan. It was my grandmother, somebody in the U.S., somebody in Africa. Everybody right. knew who these people were. Right. Um, but I think, but I think media but, is so fragmented. But now. for example, it. Uh, like you could I'm be a thinking, star within a subset. No, because I was thinking uh, Lizzie McGuire, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff, when she was in her Lizzie McGuire days, she was a star mm-hmm. among the Disney Channel crowd. My parents didn't know Lizzie McGuire and still don't know who she is. You know, and but that's always been that subset of child actor, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think there, child actors has always been like there's that subset of people who know because you know you're you're eight years old and you're supposed to or whatever. You know what I mean? Just like there are, excuse me, excuse me. Um, just like there are, you know, um, country singers, for example. We don't follow country music, um, that are very big within the genre. Um, true, but me, look, I know who Casey Musgraves is. Yeah, but you're talking about like really big people. Like I could tell, I, I like okay. you know, I know that Alabama has won the most American Music Awards. Alabama Shake. Oh, Alabama. Oh, the, yeah. yeah, Alabama Shakes is another yeah. one. That, yeah. Every time there's a Grammy, Alabama Shakes is going to be there. I don't know what they sing, but I see them every year. Once it's like they like when Mariah gets taken out for Christmas, they get taken out for the Grammys for right. storage. Um, I don't know. There's always been that. There's always been levels of stardom too. Well, I, you know, I, think I have a better answer. Okay, go for it. Go for it. I think what just puzzled me about either TikTok or social media is that yeah. everyone's a public figure. Well, it, it goes back <laughs> to reality television, and I think that social media or the stardom caused by social media is an evolution of reality TV stars. Mm-hmm. Um, Did was Snooki ever invited you to know, one of these before, things? Before, who were stars? There were singers, actors, maybe even athletes. You had the occasional um, socialite, like a Paris people, Hilton. There were people who had an immense talent. Who did something. Who did something. Who had a a had a product. Okay. All these people, the, their product is themselves. Yeah. So is that their talent? That they're able to market themselves? I, I mean, I mean, I, see, a, I mean, that is a talent. I will I, I mean, will say. I see talent as somebody who can sing, somebody who can dance, somebody who can act, somebody, you know, are you know, those are the arts. It's a skill. Right. A skill set that traditionally that has been right. entertains you. Let me entertain you. That's where we differ. So you went, Robbie. I was gonna go Gypsy. <laughs> gypsy who? Gypsy the musical. Let me entertain you. Uh, no, I can't think of the rest of the law. What uh, is that? Six. It's from Gypsy. What is it's, Gypsy? It's a musical about the life of Gypsy Rose Lee, the first famous burlesque dancer in American history. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. See, Gypsy would have been invited to the to the Met Gala. I thought you were going to say Gypsy Tramps and Thieves by Cher. Yeah, I thought that would have you would have got more of that route. Oh no, 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 no! Because it's Let Me Entertain You is the name of the song. No, it's Let Me Entertain You by Robbie Williams. Badass song. Actually, when I do my concert playlist, I start with the opening bars of Let Me Entertain You by Gypsy, and then I segue into the one by Robbie. Hmm. But you don't have the opening bars of the one by Robbie because they're awesome. Well, no, because no, because that's what that's what I go into. Okay, anyway. Um. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey people, DJ here. If there's something that I've made pretty clear over four seasons of this show is how much I love music. Creating the perfect playlist is one of my favorite pastimes. And now I have the perfect way to hear them with my Raycon wireless earbuds. You all know since a quarantine, I've become obsessed with biking and Raycons are the best way to listen while I'm pushing myself to get those extra miles. Not only do they come with a bunch of gel tips so you can listen in comfort, but they don't stick out of your ears like some other earbuds do. And with a 32-hour battery life, I can bike for miles with my Raycons without worrying about my soundtrack going silent, because that kind of sucks. Did we also mention Raycons are half the price of other premium audio brands without sacrificing quality? Well, then how about you make your own soundtrack with Raycon? Right now, Pero Let Me Tell You listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash pero. Plus, they come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. So visit buyraycon.com slash pero to save 15% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash pero. Hola, mi gente. It's Ish here, and we are back with Justin Galindo, General Manager for UFIT. Now, we're here to talk about this week, like how are we going to get the most out of a gym membership right now? We all know that UFIT memberships start at $10 a month, which is a fantastic deal. Like honestly, just go out there guys, shop around. It is a great deal. Um, but you're one of, here to tell us that there's a way we can kind of take it to the next level, right? With the lime card. So what's the lime card about? Is it, is it something to put in tequila? What, uh, so, <laughs> so the lime card is the next level to the standard membership that's 10 bucks a month. Okay. Um, it gives you access to every single membership we have nationwide. And you get access to bring guests in with you every single time you come in. Um, not just the same person, but it could be a different person every single time you come in. And then the drinks. The drinks come out to a half price. Um, so the... Protein, water, pre-workouts are usually two, three, four, five dollars. Come out to like a dollar or two, and then also access to our classes, our GX classes, our Zumba classes, cycling classes, our massage rooms, our um, cardio theater, all the extra menus that we have. The Lime Card gives you benefits to to all of that. So you say any location? All right. Any location. So I got my Lime Card membership. I'm in I don't know Georgia. Mm -hmm. I can walk into any location in Georgia and be able to work out? Of course, if you have locations there, you can go ahead and use the Lime card to check in and go ahead and visit that, that you favorite near you. That is fantastic. Now, you mentioned, okay, you also mentioned being able to bring people in. Yes. Now we know that, you know, it's a little hard to motivate people. Sometimes they need that, that extra like, hey, come on, come with me, come uh -huh. work out with me. When they show up, what do we gotta do? Just, you know, here, this, this is my buddy. Walk right in with us. Well, like, we, we, <laughs> like we do have a brand new system um, on the iPads. Okay. So we just register on the iTap on the iPad. So the first time they have to put all their information in. After that, they come again. They just put the number, press check in. That's it. They're good to go, um, and provide the ID, um, just so we can double check. And that's it. It's, it's super simple now. Um, yeah. All right. It. So it's it's fairly easy now. All right. You mentioned classes. Yes. Now. I know that you've got Zumba classes at this location that we're at because I have personally taken the Zumba classes several it? times. It was fantastic. I got to give a shout out to the to the um, the instructor. It was really really fun. But also, I just love to dance. So any excuse on a Thursday. Okay. Um, but so, is there some type of like you know you have to sign up for the classes or is it something that you can go online and kind of register for them beforehand? So you can go online and see the schedule, but they are first come first serve because they do get kind of packed. 
the limit is 25 and we we give out little slips to everybody that, that comes in so you have to sign in the sign in sheet in the front desk um so that's the capacity 25 you sit on, on the sign in sheet you get your pass and you go to the class and you give the passes to the instructor she collects them all or he collects them all and then after class they'll bring it back to us and go from there all right cool now you mentioned the drinks are half price yes what are we talking here protein what? pre-workout water the whole nine. Yeah, everything. The whole nine. And it's in it's in the vending machines. You guys have those little vending no, machines. No, we have, we have the coolers. We have coolers. The coolers. We work out if you need that extra burst of energy. Um, you come to the work, you come to the gym after a day of work or first thing in the morning, you're tired, sluggish, get that pre-workout. Go ahead, have a good workout. After the workout, you want to recover, get a protein shake. It's going to be half price with the lime card. And the water, you know, you need to stay hydrated. Water comes out to a dollar. Do you? That's really? Is that a one. thing? You have yeah. to stay hydrated? Of Who course. knew? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome, man. No, I mean, listen, I actually am a Lime Card uh, member, so I know about all these benefits. But I have to say, I feel like after talking to you, I don't really take advantage of the benefits as much as I should. Like, you know, I've, I've never bought any of the, the drinks or, you know, or done any of that. So I think you've opened my eyes to some of the additional yeah, benefits. You're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah, probably most people just come and work out and go home yeah, right or, or they use one or two that they mainly just bring a guest in with them or just buy the drinks but i mean you could use all the benefits you know they're, they're all there because you're paying for it every single month yeah might as well get your money's worth exactly <laughs> that's awesome man okay so talk about benefits everybody like you've just heard it here i mean honestly the lime card has you know it's, it's a it's got better benefits i guess than your average although hey listen the, the base plan is great too. If you have the the basic membership, the standard, you can upgrade to the Lime Card completely free. Just come in, talk to our front desk, tell them you want to do it. Um, it's a five minute process. They upgrade you, and then the only thing that will change will be your monthly bill. Instead of paying that ten bucks, you'll pay the twenty five bucks for the Lime Card uh, on the same day that your payments are coming out. And there you go. That's oh, it. You got the Lime go. Card. So Band see, benefits. if you're a UFIT member and you have a base plan and you're tired of coming to the gym and seeing other people look like they're having way more fun than you because they have a Lime Card membership, you can upgrade at any time. You guys make it so friggin' easy. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. So honestly, benefits, ease. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and visit UFIT.com to find the club nearest you. And you can even join online. But again, please keep in mind, Amenities do vary by location. So what we're saying, yeah, they're like what makes a star. And again, marketing yourself is a skill. It is a talent. Like not everybody knows how to do it properly. So I, I, I agree with that. But is that enough of a skill to get you invited on a Dancing with the Stars, on to the Met Gala, to a VMAs? I, to, I, I, I mean, see, and then the other thing is from the point of view of um, of these YouTube, TikTok, whatever stars, mm -hmm. is that a lot of these people, their images, they sell their image, and they're all, it's about them. These images are manufactured. They're, well, yeah, it's they're filters yeah. or whatever. Whereas, I mean, you can make the argument that certain singers have, are manufactured, and certain singers, uh, publicists, um, are, have like, um, T-Pain and, Auto tune, auto tune, and all that. But again, there's there's a certain element of talent, right? Right. Maybe you're a producer more than a singer. So maybe this all ties back to what Andy Warhol said. Or that everybody more recently, minutes of fame. <laughs> or more recently, Mariah. A meteorite, great song, right? That is such a great song. That's such a that good song that nobody knows. Song. That nobody knows. Check it out, listeners. Uh, Meteorite by Mariah from yes. her 2014 album, Me, I Am Mariah, The Elusive Chanteuse. <laughs> Stupid ass so, name. Um, now that we've moved on from the Met Gala, let's go to the VMA. Because once we've bridged with Mariah, what's left? You know, it's so, it's just such an evolution. The VMAs used to be like one of the highlights of my year. Would you call it an evolution or a de-evolution? <laughs> right? But, so the VMAs were this past Sunday, and they were opened up by Banana, and we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. What I actually did enjoy, that's why I thought the VMAs were so good this year, was that because it was a 40th anniversary of MTV, yeah. it was all about the nostalgia. Oh, okay, okay. Did I, you see it? I saw bits and pieces. Why didn't you see it? Because I was editing some things that we have coming up. <laughs> okay, and you didn't see it in like the 3,000 different times I they know, air I was it? I exhausted. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Madonna opened it up. Did you see her opening? Yes, that I did. I made did sure you to see the that. video. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was great. Um, you know, it's kind of the video is her storytelling how 40 years ago she went to New York and, you know, 40 years ago MTV started and she gets off in Times Square and then she comes out, you know, in like leather clad and shows her yeah. ass. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people had a problem with it. And I'm kind of like, go Madonna. This uh, is what she does. It is. This and, is what she then, does. And then you know what? Lo único que I will say, oh yeah. You've had some problems with your ribs lately. Loosen the course a little bit. Okay, I thought I left the aire. No, she doesn't have problems with her ribs. She's had problems with her knee. Oh, I thought she she, she broke her rib when she fell off the horse like 15 years ago. Well, still, you can't put a tight corset on at yeah. 60 and um, not feel that rib. You know, She's not Talia. after people were talking crap about her, and I'm like, you do realize this that is you, exactly this is exactly what she's always done, right? Right, right. Like, thank you for feeding the monster, right? right? Like, like, yeah, she's always done this. Yeah, she goes out. People are saying that's it. She's crazy. You know, uh, she sucks. And for the she, next week, you know, that's blah, all we blah, talk blah. about. You know, she was trending. I think at one point she was like the third thing, the like, yeah. top thing trending on Twitter. You know, a sixty year you old know, woman. You know, uh, was Granny. Trending. You know, give yeah. Granny her Walker. And I'm like, okay, you do realize. That you've once again, you know, after like forty years of her doing this, talk about a talent, right? <laughs> talk about right. a talent, you know. And I'm like, you know, good for her. I have to tell you that there was a period in Madonna's career, which actually musically I actually liked, which was like the time that she did like Confessions on a Dance Floor Such and all that album. and Hard Candy, which musically I liked. But her image was very conservative, and I would always think like, no, like when she was writing children's book, I'm like. Oh, no, like the, like like Evita. No, but not even Evita because Evita. Well, she, she 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 no, she did she did, but she really took on that role. But but after for a while, like in like the early, like she's like 2000s, I'm a grown up now. Like from two thousand to two thousand ten, she was very like conservative, and she'll wear these like, dre- you know, these like. A flower dress, that's a summer dress. British. Yes, it was. She was <laughs> that's what she, she was, was like the lady of the manor. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. I don't feel that's who she really is. Who knows who Madonna really um, is anymore? But you know what? Good for her. No, they had a lot of people. They had like Ashanti and Ja Rule. They had Busta, Busta Rhymes, Rhymes which was, was so good, awesome. They had the Foo um, Fighters got their the award. Foo Fighters got an award. They had a. Lance from NSYNC, AJ oh, wait, from Backstreet yeah. Boys, and uh, Drew. Uh, no, Nick. Nick. Nick from 98 Degrees, which they didn't actually get. A lot of people didn't clap for them, um, <laughs> which was whatever. But they really pulled in the nostalgia. And that's why I was like, at the end, I was like, oh, I really like this VMAs. And I'm like, yeah, because like everybody they brought was. Um, was and yeah. and I don't know if you saw it, um, but Normani. Yes. That's did her you name. see her, her, what she did? No. So she. When I saw it, I actually tweeted about it and I put it on my Twitter that I put. Um, oh, the Janet thing. Yeah. Because I saw your tweet. I didn't yeah, see I'm her. Like, I hope the 25 year olds realize that she's been paying homage to Janet, to Janet Jackson, Jackson because I would like to think she was, because if not, she was. Um, <laughs> but see, I feel like, I don't know, maybe MTV, I, I get that it's, it's youth and you want to bring youth eyeballs, but I think they could have embraced it a little more, like maybe done more. Um, I don't want to call them necessarily. I guess yeah, duets. Like you know, pair people up. Like you know, put Justin Bieber with a Justin Timberlake. You know, the J- Battle of the Justins. I don't know. You know, just maybe they could have embraced it a little bit more. Um, I don't know because they no, they, I they like, featured but it. You didn't watch it. What about what you're telling me? It's not like it's not like they brought that many like old acts. Obviously, no, they brought have... a lot. Like I'm not naming all of them now, oh, but okay. they brought a lot. Like I feel that everybody that presented a video. What oh, okay, was okay. okay presentation wise okay. was part of the somebody history. from the nineties. Um, they, they, I actually liked that a lot, but that's why at the end I'm like, oh, these VMAs were really good. Um, everybody thought Britney was going to show up, <laughs> so I, I mean, look, I well, we talked about this a few weeks ago uh, with MTV <laughs> ad nauseum about MTV. I. I just think so many things about MTV that it would have to be like an MTV podcast. Um, <laughs> I I love the VMAs. I, I I watch the VMAs now and be and think about like the former glory of the VMAs, but I still watch them. Do you watch them with like a sense of hope every yes. year? Like yes. th- this time, this time. Yes, yes. And there have been some years that they're good, and then there have been some years that they're awful. <laughs> um, I think though that. You know what, though? What I'm going to say is kind of like, 
I think for a lot of A-listers, the VMAs are kind of below them at this point. Well, because MTV's not MTV anymore. Because I think about, like, absent this year mm-hmm. that it was all about the anniversary, mm-hmm. I can't even see Beyonce going to the BMA- VMAs unless they're going to honor her with something. <laughs> right, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, you know, she has 25 nominations. Like, right. I just don't see her. Showing and, and a lot of other people um, going to the VMAs, so. I, I don't. Oh yeah, where's Jewel? Oh no, is she in a is she in her van again? I like Jewel. Maybe she's off yodeling somewhere. I thought she I thought she was very pretty. Very she's pretty, cute. Very. Um, I liked her songs for my sensitive, sensible side. <laughs> what? My sensitive sense. My sensible, sensitive side. Is that the name of her I, yeah, albums? I'm making it up. Oh, no. I'm, because I'm racking my brain. I'm trying to think of all of her albums. Oh, my God. Today, I was um, at the Sedanos in Coraway in 122nd. Don't ask why I was there, but I was there. <laughs> okay. And in the front of the Sedanos, there's like a, a guardrail. Uh-huh. And there was, I'm not kidding. I was going to stop and take a picture of it. These like six old, there must have been Cuban guys Old men sitting yeah. there all day because they're all in like their 80s. Oh, so they're old, old. E- well, yes. Okay. Um, what did you think I meant by old? I don't know, like 60s. Right. No, no, these men were older in the 60s. And I'm thinking like, ¿De qué están hablando? They're talking about the three C's. Cuba, communism, and culo? Café. Oh, <laughs> Well, I, was th- I thought this was going to go like to one of those like Viejo Verde stories. No, like some woman walked no, by and no, they were no, cat no. calling. They're talking about the three C's. Cuba, okay. communism, and, and ca- cafe. You know, cafe. And having cafe. No, they first have cafe, cafe, Cuba, and communism. This is true. Because why would what it else? not end what in else? communism? What else? All roads lead to communism. All roads lead to communism. All roads lead to communism. And I was there like thinking like, I was about to get off and take a picture of them because I'm like, this is so... Like, perfect. Oh, um, it, it kind of sounds in my head like the Cuban Miami version of that iconic picture of the steel workers on the girder. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's sort of that's what it was. That's how I'm picturing it. That's sort of what it was. Okay, that's how I'm picturing it. Right, right, right. Yeah, in front. In front. That's, in front. that's how I'm picturing it. So, you know, because of certain projects I'm working on, I was also at the Sedanos earlier this week on in Flagler. And um, we're talking about like Flaggery that they're in TV also. There's like really okay, that's like deep into see. like Little Havana, yeah. you know, Flagler, that whole area. Almost a single digits. Um, and I, I, I don't think I've ever been to that Sedanos before. I didn't I, know there was one there. There's no reason. There's a lot of Sedanos in that area. Really? It's okay, Little Havana. I, but, I know, yeah, but okay, I don't go to that area. Like you say things that I'm kind of like, but I don't understand. How are you going to be surprised that there's Sedanos in Little Havana? Because I just don't go. No, not that there's going to be there, but you're saying there's so many. And I'm like, Just oh. like there's so many Sedanos in Hialeah. Like, do you think the Sedanos are going to be in Pinecrest? There could be one. There could be one. Could well, be but one. I don't stop to think about the actual number. Okay. Anyway, so I went to the Sedanos. Mind you, it was packed. It was like really? packed like the, the Wednesday before the Thursday of Thanksgiving. Like, <laughs> and it just. It's wonderful. It feels so... It's like a hug. I'm a home. <laughs> you know, as much as I love Publix, you know? But there's a certain feeling you get. There's like... You know... Publix may be where shopping is a pleasure. It's so it's wrong. Everything here is so wrong, but it feels so right. Like, yeah, your kid... You know, there was this little girl, like... You know, there was a display of rice, you know, the bags of rice. Uh-huh. And she was there on top of the rice, jumping and, like, laying down. And I'm like... <laughs> That's never changed. Never allowed that in Publix, but here it's okay. It's almost encouraged. And then, you know, there were these two old women fight not fighting, but arguing about how expensive el jugo de naranja estaba y que el jugo de naranja ya no servía porque las la naranjas son de la China. And I'm like, well, that is where a lot of these like eh, fruits come from originally like oh well yeah okay if we go back yeah yes like originally but <laughs> yeah. so that's why dominicans puerto ricans call it jugo de china puerto ricans or, too, or yeah. mandarin a mandarin oh you know? yeah mandarina that's mandarina, right yeah right and and then just in la carniceria like la carniceria in those, in those supermarkets is ozone bayou yes it's so wonderful like i go there and i'm like oh, wow 
like play the theme music in my mind like i love it i love it and i love looking going to like the detergent aisle and seeing all the radioactive you know um, oh, all the fabulosos that look yeah, like, that, yeah right because in Publix they have like the lavender fabuloso and like the regular one and at Sedanos, you have the one that looks like the color of Gatorade. Yes, and the one that's like, you know, atomic purple and right. like atomic red. And it's like, wow. Like, it looks like if they were doing a science show on the Disney Channel, those are the colors that they yeah, would use. Yeah, and I love that in like the dairy aisle, they always have the little things going in the cappuccino next to Lila's flan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know? Oh. And I like, I love it. It's, 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 it's like a hug. It's like a hug. It is like a hug. It's it like is. I feel like I have a comforter around me, just not it's, a stop Rocky. <laughs> you know, at the Met Gala. Would, would you wear a Sedanos to the Met Gala? I'm not at the Met Gala. I'm a Sedanos. <laughs> I think I, well, I wouldn't say I'd rather be a Sedanos than the Met Gala. I mean, listen, if they invite us to the Met Gala. We're going to the Met Gala. We're going to the Met Gala. Um, you have two Sobrecamas we can use. Right. I have a special Sobrecama. Oh, and it's designer. Yeah. Should we tell our listeners this story? I We haven't told them the story? No. Let's then. then okay. So, <laughs> listeners, we all have that ridiculous thing that, like, is either expensive or... The splurge item. The splurge item that we don't use, right? The special occasion we item. We don't use, right? Or we just take out occasionally. Right, right. So, when I was, like, in college, I don't know, I was, like, 20 years old. I got as a present, somebody gave me a, as a present, this really nice denim Ralph Lauren comforter. Italian fino. Very nice. It was denim. And it had, it had like the Ralph Lauren flag. I still have it. It had, had no like doubt. the Ralph Lauren flag and like the, the, the thing. It was really nice. It was very classic Ralph, Ralph Lauren. Lauren. And then, you yeah. know, my bed, my bed at my parents' house, which I still have, is Ethan, like the back was Ethan yeah, Allen. Nice and I had wood. it with, like with the white sheets and the white pillows with like the denim. It was very nice. I, like, I think it still looks nice. Like that bueno. bed could have gone sailing bueno. in Cape Cod. Bueno, yes. <laughs> bueno. That, okay, that comforter ish dubbed the special occasion comforter because I would only put it on my, because we did not sleep with that comforter. No, 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 no. That was not a daily comforter. No, that was not a sleeping comforter. No, no, no. no. We, no, 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 no. we can't get drool on that comforter. No. And, and like skin particles? No, 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 no. no. And other things? No. Tempare. So I would have that comforter nicely put away, tucked away, folded in my closet. But when I knew people were coming over and, you know, either... Un cumpleaños. Un cumpleaños or that you guys were coming over right, right. or que había visita. Right. Una crisis. I would take out the special occasion comforter. Pero here's the best part about it, right? I would take out my special occasion comforter. My room looked like it looked on a magazine. It like it was ready for very, an Very architectural digest ready. And I'd be like, no. Nobody can sit on that arc on the special occasion comforter. But of course Separan. not. You of course stand not, because then the it gets bed. people's dirt and all that shit. So that all you guys would come in my room and you would sit in my desk. Yes. Some of you would sit in my desk, and then you'd all sit on the floor because yes. you could not sit on the special occasion. Comforter. But in all fairness, the special occasion comforter was usually out like on your birthday, like you said. Right. So it was also full of gifts. So right. there was no opportunity to sit. Right. Right. Because on your birthday. Right. Okay. Actually, you know what? Let's have a conversation <laughs> about this because I've never understood if this is a Cuban thing, a Latin thing, or a Miami thing, or a ridiculous thing. Uh, uh, it could be all what of is the tradition <laughs> and this is this would be one of these cool little voiceover things you post on our oh and have Instagram, people okay and right? have people okay, respond please. yes okay was i the only one that on my birthday i would display my birthday presents on my bed you were not the only one i, I sort of still do it i still do it when i get home on christmas like after having gone to all of you know like my parents my sister i get home and i put everything in la cama yes and then that's step one because i first put it on la cama while it's still like in the boxes yes. in the bags yes. and everything then i take everything out of the boxes in the bags and i still display it on my bed for the next day yes i would do it too <laughs> like i mira esta camisa i put it on the right. bed la tarjeta que me dio you have to, right. i put yes. it on the bed la javita con whatever, whatever right i would put it on the bed yes. and i'm like why am I displaying my for gifts no on my one bed? for no one for no like, one audience of one like <laughs> if that why do we do that I don't know where but did you that are come not, from uh, you are not alone you are not alone you know, I, that, that has to be a Cuban okay thing. listeners you have to chime in on this yes like, we, we need audience participation I I don't know <laughs> and it's funny because when I was smaller probably I have several pictures like this I mean smaller I mean like three four or five okay all right. 
then my mom would take a picture of me sitting on the bed claro. before the special occasion comfort. Claro, this was, sitting right. on the bed with the gifts. Right? right. This so this is, evolves comforter. from there, right? But I still do it. Like, I still put it on my bed. Hello. Of course. I'm telling you, I do this. I'm, it, it, eso vino de España. <laughs> 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 uh, is that what it means? Like you, you, you know how you say, you know how you say that when you go to a comic book convention, if you don't know what it is, it's anime. Is anime? It's anime. Yeah. I think it's the same for like Cuban and Caribbean culture. When there's something that is a tradition and you don't know why or the purpose. Eso vino de España. Eso vino de España. Because you know, in Spain, it's a nice catch-all. In Spain and back in the day, they used to do some weird shit. <laughs> you know, it's like eso vino de España. Esa That's a good catch-all. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. Somehow it made its way to the Caribbean. It, it traveled. Know, it traveled. It, it traveled just, almost as much as your monk costume did. Yes. <laughs> yes. My monk costume. Um, so my special occasion comforter. <laughs> yes. It may come make a comeback. <gasps> Don't tease me. It may. Don't tease may. me. Because I still have it. And my parents' room, um, my um, my room at my parents' house, I'm sort of going to fix soon. Mm-hmm. And it may make a comeback, so... We'll keep you and our listeners. Don't make promises to me. You so, can't keep. So, listeners, do you display your presents on your bed? <laughs> Mira el perfume. Yes. Te tita. Mira, okay, but, if it was, but if it was in a box, would you stand the box up or would you lie it down? No, it was like for a cologne. Yeah. No, I would take it out of the box uh-huh. and then, like, if it was Eternity, because it was right. always Eternity by Calvin Klein, right? I would put the gray box and then I would put the cologne in the front. Oh no, I would just lay the box down on the bed. Oh, without the cologne? Without well, the cologne's inside, right? Like, no, yeah, but, yeah. But but people need to see the bottle. But again, remember, I was a process displayer, right? I, you know, that was the, the first day, and then after I took everything out, I would still right. put it right, right, yeah. <laughs> A process displayer. A process displayer. A transfunction. A transponder. <laughs> transponder, yeah. Yeah. So it's España, chico. Eso es España. That's it. When we don't know where it's from, it's España. Oh, well. Hi. <laughs> so you thirsty? Um, I guess I am. <laughs> what do you have? Well, I am going to give my last soda. To someone that we've probably given our last soda to before. The Heifer Corporation. Pro- well, okay. That is not the Heifer Corporation. Um, and it, it ties back to, you know, as we said earlier, we're in Hispanic. Excuse me. We're in Hispanic Heritage Month. So I am actually going to give my last soda to the toy company Mattel. Oh, yeah. Because in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, they posted on their, on their Barbie uh, Twitter and Instagram that they created... Two new one-of-a-kind role model dolls. One of them is Dominican-American author and activist Julia Alvarez. And the other one is our collective queen, Celia Cruz. And so the fact that they created, you know, a Celia Cruz doll is like, it's it's just, I love it. I, I, I was looking at it. It made me feel happiness inside, you know, th- that this woman's legacy will never die you know what i mean her right. her legacy will continue for as long as the world keeps turning i really sincerely believe that um it's also one of the first barbies i ever saw that looks like it's got a little junk in the trunk you know she's got that little cuban booty pop um but down to the gap in her teeth the white eyeliner the dress it is i mean unmistakably celia cruz so, some of our followers on instagram said it looked a little bit like cardi b but it looks like celia cruz trust me um, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, give it to, to Mattel. Cause again, sometimes they also create these one of a kind dolls and then auction them off. I haven't seen if that's going to be the case this time. Um, but they sometimes auction them off and then the, the funds go to charities and things like that. So it'd be interesting to see if that's what ultimately happens. And if it is, I think listeners that we should, you know, take up a collecta or something and buy it. And then I don't know, put it in the Smithsonian or something. Very, very nice. So how about you? Okay, you're gonna have to pause here. So my last soda goes to I love whenever we talk about her. So um, okay. Maya Bialik. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually thought about this earlier. She with the whole debacle of Jeopardy. Jeopardy uh, her and King Jennings are gonna host Jeopardy for the remainder of the Which year. Which makes sense. No, it doesn't make <laughs> sense because. It make I, I'm okay with Ken Jennings and Maya Oh no no Bialik. no totally like, well I wouldn't, saying, no, her, no, no I wouldn't be giving her I wouldn't be giving her a right, last right, soda right, if I wasn't right, right, right. Um, which it should be Levar Burton Correct. I don't know why they're waiting Correct. on that I would like to think they're coming up with the contract um, <laughs> his damn terms right um, but um, 
You know, Maya Bialik is one of these people, and this is why I'm giving her my last soda. Talk about like a second and third act because Seriously. you know when she did blossom and you know the thing about her is that she for better for worse she's never fit into the traditional hollywood mold yeah she's what they would call a character actress right um and you know blossom was one of these shows you know what i think is so interesting about that show is that blossom when it was on air it was very popular but that show hasn't really had a life it's not had a, a second life on syndication no no it's on Hulu now, but that's whatsoever. About it. Yeah, that's it. it's yeah. not like Full House, you know. That just never went away. Brady Bunch never went away. Or, Brady Bunch, right, right. even other friends, so, because there's some shows that go on to on to syndication for like ten years, and then eventually, because like for example, Growing Pains and Who's the Boss and all those shows, right. they were on syndication for a while. Yeah, like they're not on anymore, but for a while. But Blossom, I feel that once they called it quits, no, it was yeah. gone. Yeah, it was right. It maybe did a year or two, and then she was gone for a bit. She. Got a PhD, you know, as one does after they have a hit sitcom. <laughs> and then, you know, out of nowhere, Big Bang Theory, and she kills it on the Big Bang Theory. Emmy nominated. Yes. And she was freaking... You know what's so funny about her character on the uh, Big Bang Theory is that it was a character that you don't know they needed. Because well, it's not like the first couple of seasons when she wasn't there. Right. That you were like, you know, they really need like a female counterpart to Sheldon. Right. It wasn't missing something. Right. It wasn't. But then like once she was there and she made her mark, like you couldn't, couldn't imagine the show without Amy. And I love the evolution of the character. Of Amy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like she was so well written. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, and, and what I liked about that character, uh, again, to the writing was that she was a little quirky and she could have easily become like a caricature. Right. But, but Amy had depth. Yeah, she and, wasn't and just a female was nerd, right? Um, and now you know she does endorsements, and now she's you know hosting Jeopardy. Jeopardy. So you know, good for her. She for has her like, own show. She had, right, the one of the cats. Call me Cat, and yes. it's got a second season. Yeah, so you know, good for her. Good sure. for Maya Bialik. You know, um, that's a story of what? Is, what's the saying? That song? That's a glory of. That's a story of love. Oh, you know what I'm singing that. I, Beaches. Oh, that's right. Beaches. That's where she got her big break. That's right. Yes. Playing Beaches. a young Bette Midler. Yes. And do you know that her big break was so big that she was one of the many celebrities who was part of the Librarian Girl video? <laughs> Is that why she's in it? She's in the... Well, okay, Imayan. No, because okay. I, I thought it was Blossom. I, I, I didn't know the time frame. I don't remember... How her. on earth are you so bad with dates? <laughs> okay, Librarian Girl is from like 1988. Okay. Blossom's from like... 89, 90? No, Blossom is like from 1991. Oh, okay. So I'm off by like two years. But she was still a little girl in the Liberian Girl vid video. When Blossom started, she was... She was she was not in Blossom. Oh. Oh. Um, that's why she's in Liberian Girl, because she was like really like a sensation. Um, that video is a great snapshot of everybody who was just in the limelight. You want to know pop culture? Watch the Liberian Girl video. <laughs> by Michael Jackson. By Michael Jackson. Jasmine Guy looks great in that video. Um, yeah. Um, great, great video. So my final soda to Maya Bialik because we love her. She's we do. Great. We do. We do. It's just great Maya. energy, you know. Yeah. I love she listening take to her herself seriously. You know, good for her. So, well, everybody, that was that. We're looking forward to hearing how many of you put your gifts on your bed. <laughs> so remember to, uh, well, we hope you listen, laughed, and learned. Um, remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. That was uh, episode 174. Have a great weekend, everybody. Better right. Friday, better weekend. Bye. We didn't say it. Bye. Better Let Me Tell You is co hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Better Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 